Join us on Podbean Livestream for Podcast Wellness Week, Monday, November 30th through Friday, December 4th. Each day will include two livestream panels, a daily featured meditation, and exclusive episodes and giveaways from your favorite wellness podcasters. You'll also have exclusive live streams with top wellness experts such as Dr. Adi and Sophie Jaffe, Tina Lifford, Shaman Durek, Katie Morton, John Gray, and many more. Register for free or purchase a full pass for $25 to join and replay all of the exclusive daily live streams. For more information, visit our website at www.podcastwellnessweek.com. Hello. Welcome to More About More. It's my podcast where I tell you guys more things about, well, more things, that is, and a little bit more about things you may not want to know more about, and a lot of things about things you probably had no clue you could even know more. Now, before I get right into this podcast, this is going to be something like the first episode I released on my channel, the Not Just a Dreamer episode. In this podcast, I'm analyzing why people are so variant in their actions and so diverse, ultimately why people are just so different from each other. Let's get started. We are animals. Just as there are about 36 different species of cats that live around the world, there are so many vast different types of humans that walk our planet. Some of us are savage hunters, while others turn their heads to the thought of even eating animals. We are biologists, we are adventurers, musicians, we are athletes. While a cheetah is adept at high velocity speeds, a lion would balk at this ability instead involving themselves within the pride to catch prey. They're different. Similar to this, there are humans that are incredibly skilled in math, while some others of us struggle with numerical concepts. They instead find success linguistically. They're writers. Since man first developed the tools to ignite fire, and later the tools to initiate comprehension of reading and writing, there's been an age-old question. Why are people so different? Upon analysis through economics and psychology, complex differences in us can be deduced down to our personalities and intelligence. Just as the feline species of the world, we are all skilled amongst various topics, but not necessarily all of us are skilled at most topics. We are animals all the same, and we are all totally, inherently different. So naturally, one may be led to wonder, why are we different? This is about as easy to answer as is answering global climate change. It's not easy. We most definitely know things about our differences and acknowledge that they're there, but we don't necessarily know why they exist. One common line of thought is that our differences are stemmed from a variety of socioeconomic backgrounds. Moreover, money can persuade our emotions and therefore persuade our passions to be different. David R. Francis, he's a reporter for the Christian Science Monitor, published a brilliant paper on poverty in America titled, Is Poverty a Serious Threat? In this article, Francis discusses how the poor of America is isolated from other poor areas of other countries. In other words, different economic levels come with vastly different incomes in the United States, leading it to become a country with one of the worst income distribution rates in the world. America doesn't have a safety net to help those in poverty, like the other countries in our world do. This difference in income levels can make a tremendous effect on how people are treated, 
how people treat other people, how we act, and how we ultimately think. Francis found that, and I quote, the United States stands among those with the highest child poverty rates when the comparison is made on the basis of purchasing power. In most cases, foreign poor children are far better off, end quote. Francis ends his argumentative article with this. Whatever one thinks about income inequality, if the United States doesn't do a better job in supporting the children of low-income families, the nation faces a rough future. They will be a drag on themselves and on the whole economy. Now, the implications of this are serious. There are clearly unbalanced economic forces at work in the world, causing, let's say, the rich to get richer and the poor to only get more and more poor. In order to analyze the importance of these numbers, an evaluation of differential economics is necessary. Now, I'm no differential economics professor, so in the online site Money Crashers, Jacqueline Curtis lists multiple studies on how money can change people and their behaviors. For example, a study in 2004 proved that money can greatly change how people value time and effort. Researchers created an experiment where they asked people to drag to drag circles around a computer screen with their cursor, with one group asked to do this as a favor, just for the chore of it. The remaining two groups were asked to do the same task for 50 cents and $5, respectively. Interestingly enough, the group that did the task voluntarily, just as a favor, performed it the fastest. The researchers concluded there are two motivations for completing a task, social and business values. Now, what does this mean? Well, Curtis wrote, Quote, by recognizing a task's social value, we see it as worthy as a worthy investment of time and a part of our social duty, and we're usually happy to help out, end quote. When money is offered, people start to think more about the business aspect and equate themselves to money and how they think they deserve it. So it makes sense. Money is distinctly a motivator when it comes to determining value, meaning that for countries that have people with lower incomes, people may be more motivated in their daily tasks, doing them solely for good connotations. In other countries or economic levels, people that feel as if they deserve more money may end up underperforming or depressed as a result. Additionally, Curtis found that self-sufficiency, self-view, addiction, and even ethics can be traced to money. The wealthiest subject, subjects were those found to most likely break rules. Examples of this are cheating at a game, or cutting off another vehicle at a stop sign. Thus, people with the highest incomes were found to be the most unethical people, but also the best business leaders, ironically. Above all, analyzing both the variance in money and how it affects our populations, money seems to have a negative impact. Too much money, in any sense, seems to skew and cause entropy amongst an individual's motives. Money taps into the more kind of primal side of us, of humans, making us savage creatures that only act out of self-reward, a behavior called self-interest maximization. Money creates conflicting personalities within our world. Now, with money corroborating to my search for why humans are different, there's another path that would seemingly cause discrepancies in us. As monetary value is something that is purely physical and affects our mental state, the other side of this is that there must be something purely subconscious that affects us. Technology, availability of materials, and external forces of nature can all be thrown into our giant summation of human differences that we've created here. But the one area that is perhaps the most pivotal in determining who we are 
and why we are the way that we are is our genetic background. Can one person actually be born smarter than another person? Well, yeah. Linda Geddes, a United Kingdom freelance journalist, states that there is no escaping the fact that our intelligence is inherited, at least to some degree. Quote, researchers found that the IQ of children adopted at birth bore little correlation with that of their adoptive parents, quote, says Geddes, but strongly correlated with that of their biological parents, of course. Hundreds of studies on genetic relation to inherited intelligence have all pointed us to the same line of fact, that roughly 50% of the difference in intelligence between people is due to genetics. Now that's an enormous part of us in 50% that separates us from each other. That proves the previous statement about some people being naturally more skilled with numbers than others, and then other people being more skilled, say, at writing. As for more physical differences, Linda Geddes offers this. Children will grow taller if they eat a nutritious diet than if they eat a less nutritious one, because a good diet helps them achieve their full genetic potential. It makes sense. Additionally, iodine deficiencies during childhood are associated with lower IQs, and addressing this in developing countries has boosted cognitive skills. So yes, one person can actually be born smarter than another person, but this is only important in a general sense. Our genes are very important, but definitely don't determine our destinies for any matter. Russell Warren, a psychologist at Utah Valley University, confirms this. He says that genetics gives us a blueprint. It sets the limits. But it is the environment that determines where within those limits a person develops. To continue on Warren's train of thought, our genetics matter, but it's important to not get caught up in them. A horrible human trait is the act of comparing ourselves. We've done it ever since we've been here. It leads people from different cultures, mediums, and social backgrounds to compare each other when in most circumstances, it makes no sense to even compare yourself. In reality, because of our genetic makeup and the aforementioned economical background differences, it is just a fruitless art to compare ourselves. It's almost an apples to oranges type of thing. So if you got anything from this section of what causes genetic differences, just understand this. Our genetic codes are all different, but we're all also human with the capabilities to do just about anything we set our minds to. We are not limited by who we are, but more so by who we want to be. I acknowledge that page after page could be written about what makes us different, and I could cite as many articles as I want to, but that would be too much. If such a plethora of characteristics exists, then why ruin the fun? Why expose them all now? There's a line of thought that believes all humans are created equal an immortal declaration first uttered by Thomas Jefferson in the works of the Declaration of Independence. First off, if you've made it to this point and believe that humans are equal nonsense, then I have failed you. It's nonsense. In order for people to understand that we are not created equal, we must not only open our eyes, but open our minds. Look around. Skins of deep purple, skins of burgundy, and pale white. Jeans, shorts, and skirts heterosexuality, bisexuality, and all other types of love. We're all totally, totally, immeasurably different. To those that believe that we are entitled to our own opinion and think it is openly okay to bash, to berate, and to ridicule those of us that are gay, those of us that are weak or introverted, you're only contradicting yourselves. If we are truly entitled to our own opinions and to our own beliefs, then why is it a problem to think love, or worship, whatever we desire. It's the same thing. People must open their minds to the differences of other people, as they will only grow through the passing of time. 
Thomas Jefferson was only partially incorrect when he said we are all created equal. He left off the equally different part. Our personalities, intelligence, and upbringings all stack up the building blocks of who we ought to be in life, and they prove why and how we are so complex from one another. Yet there's a deep part in us, one hidden and largely untold of, that drives us to become who we really are. Maybe it's our soul, it's our drive for success, or our inherited trait to survive, no matter what. In a world that ridicules differences, we must stand up and ignite our personalities to prove who we really are and who we want to be, much like our caveman ancestors did with fire years ago. Differences themselves don't change who we were supposed to be as a human species. Rather, our differences make us human. Thank you.